Hi, you're listening to Ten Minute IS Paper. My name is Blair Wang. Today's paper is called "A Paradox Lens to Systems Development Projects: The Case of the Agile Software Development" by Yuhani Ivory, published in the Communications of the Association for Information Systems (CAIS) in 2021. Well, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a while. I have submitted my PhD thesis this month in February 2022, and so just have a little bit more capacity now than I did previously. I regret that I could not、um, post episodes to the podcast during the final stretches of the PhD project. But as anyone who has completed a PhD could probably appreciate, it does get a bit tricky with the project management and the timing of things towards the final stretch. And so I thought I'd celebrate the completion of the PhD thesis, or at least the initial submission,、uh, with a paper, reading a paper about project management.、Um, So, in project management, in in IS project management theory, there is often discussion about this good old-fashioned model. It's a triangle shape. It's called the triple constraint.、Uh, it's a classic model.、Uh, I think most people who have studied IS project management would remember it from like the very first unit or course that they studied about project management. It's like a, a trade-off between cost, quality. And timing. Essentially, for example, I could pay a lot of money to make a really high-quality project or undertake a project very quickly, or I could、uh, spend less money and it's still good quality, but it may take a bit longer, and so on. So, so there's a trade-off between those three things. I mean, it's it's a nice model,、uh, but what this paper does is kind of point out the the oversimplification there and actually reveal a lot more sophistication and complexity around the actual issues when when you're undertaking. IS project management. The paper is structured as a series of three three sets of paradoxical tensions.、Um, this this notion of paradoxical tensions comes from organizational theory, and it's to do with how organizations, you think companies,、uh, groups, that, that kind of thing, when when people are organized into these structures, these structures have. Paradoxical characteristics, characteristics that both need to be there, but actually seem to go against one another. Now, in a sense, the classic triple constraint is a set of paradoxes, right? You, you kind of you want to reduce the cost, you want to make the timing really good, and you want a really high quality project. But when we really unpack all the paradoxes and tensions, we have three sets. We have firstly the Paradoxical tensions of priority. The paper starts talking about this on page six. We then have the paradoxical tensions of structure, starting on page twelve, and then we have the paradoxical tensions of execution, starting on page eighteen. So not only is it not just three things, it's three sets of multiple things. There's a lot to unpack here, so let's dive right into it. All right, starting with the very first one: paradoxical tensions of priority. If you want to jump straight to the nice summary diagram about this, it is on page eleven. It's kind of like a triangle, but there's a lot more going on. I think probably best that you just have a look at the diagram.、Um, but the first component here is paradox number one: the paradox between quantity and quality in a given period of time. Because if if you are time boxed and agile techniques often use this time boxing approach, if you're given a certain amount of time, you can either choose to do more things or do fewer things but do them well. That that is one of the I guess 
key tenants inside the original triple constraint. But then this this part of the paper already expands on that by saying, well, that's one trade-off. But now let's zoom out to say, yeah, we could also just throw more actual overall time at the project. And so then paradox number two is saying, what is the overall schedule of the project? That's development time. And that has a paradox with, of course, the, the overall how much money you spend because time is money. And if you make the project go longer, you're going to burn through more money. So that's actually a separate concern for a given time box. How much are you going to prioritize the quality of the few things you do versus just doing lots of things? So that already kind of unpacks some of the tensions there in the triple constraint. But even this one part of the paper is not done yet. Paradox 3 here then talks about the trade-off between efficiency and innovation, or the paper talks about innovativeness. This is interesting because this definitely then goes beyond the triple constraint. The, the triple constraint we could talk about being highly efficient and scoring really well on a cost and budget, and also the timing of the schedule, and also on the quality. And efficiency is about all three, and you could be very efficient, but do you have the opportunity to innovate as much? One of the points that the paper makes and points out is that if you have so-called slack, so uh, people working on a project that aren't doing too much right now, waiting around for things to happen, in a classic sense, that's highly inefficient. But sometimes the best innovations come when those people have an opportunity to take a step back and, and think about other things and, and come up with innovations. So that's the first of the sets. The next set is the paradoxical tensions of structure. In the paradoxical tensions of structure, there are now four paradoxes. We begin with paradox number four, the, the tension between management control and team autonomy. In other words, do we want more of the power to come from above and therefore have a greater oversight over the project? Or should we let the team do its own thing and, and probably work more effectively that way? That's one tension. Similar to that, but not exactly the same thing, is the tension between formality and informality. It's not the same thing because you could have, for example, a very formal structure that still nonetheless is primarily about giving the team autonomy to, to vote on its own choices, workplace democracy, versus informal management control. In other words, the processes are not well defined, but ultimately whatever orders come from above, go ahead. Paradox number six, still in this set, is the tension between rewarding the individual for good performance on the project versus rewarding the whole team collectively. If we reward the collective rather than the individual, people will help each other more, but individual members may not feel accountability as much. On the other hand, if we reward the individual, sure, they'll work very hard, but it might sabotage or undermine some efforts towards encouraging collegiality and people helping their teammates. Finally, in the set of paradoxical tensions of structure is the tension between team homogeneity and team heterogeneity. In other words, is the composition of the members of the team more about diversity or is it more about people who are similar? On one hand, diversity can help. Interestingly, the paper points out that it's actually the diversity in different skill set backgrounds rather than necessarily demographic diversity that matters the most here. Um, or do we want to prioritize homogeneity so that people sort of speak the same language? It's another tension. And so those are the tensions of structure. So next and finally, we have the set of paradoxical tensions of execution. Descriptions start on page 18, and then we have the diagram on page 20. So whereas the paradoxical tensions of priority are about what is more important, and then structure is how we, how we structure the team, this is about 
how the actual activities progress. Paradox number eight, the tension between being responsive to when the requirements of the project change versus being quite aversive to them. You kind of want both, right? Because it's nice to be able to adapt well to such changes, especially if you're claiming to do agile systems development. On the other hand, if you respond to every single change, you will never be able to pull together a coherent product. Paradox number nine, blueprint planning versus continuous planning. So this is about whether or not the plan is conceived entirely beforehand as a, as a blueprint or whether we keep readapting the plan. Paradox number 10, rigid versus flexible method enactment. So this is about how much we stick to the guidelines on, about how to do agile systems development. Every such approach, whether it's agile or lean, scrum, waterfall, unified process, whatever, they're going to have their own specific rituals that need to be performed. How much do we stick with those or just let them go? But if we let them go, then perhaps we miss out on some of the benefits of even committing to such a process in the first place, like Agile. Finally, paradox number 11, the paradox between discipline versus spontaneity, kind of encapsulating all the other parts that have been included in this set of paradoxical tensions of execution. But it's the overall, are we primarily going to foreground following the structure or are we going to prioritize spontaneously, even spontaneously adjusting our decisions on the other three tensions here. Overall, this is definitely a very thorough paper, and it uh, certainly gives project managers lots to think about in terms of all these different tensions. I don't think the paper solves all our problems, but understanding these tensions would definitely be helpful going forward. This has been an episode of 10 Minute IS Paper. Thanks for listening. The music on this podcast is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod and generously licensed under Creative Commons. You can find out more about this podcast at www.tmisp.org and you can reach out to me, Blair Wang, at www.blair.wang.